Hey there, little window washers. Max Kevin here. It's a little cutie podcast. Maybe, I don't know, maybe medium cutie podcast today. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how long it goes. I'll just, uh, I'll just, I'll just keep, I got, I got some stuff I want to talk about, you know, and, uh, we'll just see how long it goes, you know? So anyway, uh, yeah, you know, like I went to Yokosuka yesterday. It was pretty, uh, it's pretty good experience for me, you know? I, uh, I, uh, well, well, I'll just tell you what happened, you know, so I got down there, I went down to Yokosuka, you know, and I got off the train, and I was like, I was like, I was back in America, you know, I was walking around, like, all the, all the stores, everything, all the signs were in English, right, they had, like, Mexican food, and, like, bars, they're, like, advertising beer pong, I was walking, and, like, there's, like, no Japanese people, too, it was all foreigners down there, and I was walking around, I was like, what, what is this, I, th- I thought I was in Japan right now, what's going on right now, you know? Uh, you know, you know. So anyway, all those, all those stores—they're all—they're all marketed to the to the soldiers that are down there. You know, because the base is down there, and it's kind of a weird experience. You know, it's like uh, it's like I was in like Chinatown. You know, but it's not like a, it was like America Town. You know, I was in America Town in Japan. You know, they don't call it that though; they just call it Yokosuka. You know. So anyway, I uh, I get to the uh, I get to the I get to the venue where we're having where we're having the comedy show, and it's an actual venue, you know, it's pretty big, it's pretty big, like, auditorium with a whole, with a big stage and everything, and this is, like, this is, like, the first time I performed in a big, in a place that wasn't just, like, a bar pretending to be a, pretending to be a a comedy venue, you know, it had, it was, like, a place where they could actually have productions, you know, with a real stage and everything, so I was a bit surprised when I walked in there, you know, and there was actually a lot of people too, you know. There was there was about uh, I would say about 80, 80, 70, 80 people there. That's that's uh, that's actually the biggest audience I've ever performed in front of. You know, usually maybe we get we can get like twenty people. You know, I mean these uh, these uh, these comedy shows we do here in Japan, they're not you know they're not so big. You know, there's there's uh, just twenty people. Ten of them are Japanese, and ten of them are other foreigners who you know English is their second language. So it's like uh, what's going on here? You know. So anyway. This was the first time I, I performed in front of a large audience, and all of them spoke English too, you know. And they were all Americans too. And I, I didn't even realize that that was going to be the case, you know. Before I went down there, I thought I was just going to like another another one of these bars. Maybe there would be more. Maybe maybe there would be some soldiers. But actually, every single person in there was a soldier, you know, because this uh, this uh, place was actually on the base. It's like right on the edge there, the base there, and uh, every single person in there was a soldier, right? And uh, and so uh, that kind of caught me off guard. I was like, "Uh oh, these are all Americans here." I didn't realize. I didn't realize it was all, all be Americans, you know. So I kind of had to edit some of my jokes because, like, a lot of my jokes are about like Japanese culture, and uh, and that type of thing, you know. And uh, these these uh, these soldier guys, maybe they don't really they don't really know so much. I've noticed, like, <laughs> so the guy running the place, he's been in Japan for like eight years, or but uh, he still doesn't speak any Japanese at all, really, you know, because he just kind of lives on the military base, so it's they don't really have any exposure to Japanese culture, you know, so I kind of had to do a little bit of editing, too, you know, and, um, and, uh, you know, that was another thing, too, is the, uh, I only prepared, the, the organizer only asked me to prepare, like, five or seven minutes, and then, but it turns out one of the comics didn't show up, you know, so he asked me to, like, do ten, and then I had to, like, add some, I had to, I had to edit in my mind, I was like, okay, which bit, I gotta add this bit, I gotta get rid of this bit, I gotta, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of tough to do. Uh, you know, but anyway, I, I, I did all right, you know, and, uh, you know, it was another weird thing, I went to buy a drink, I went to buy a drink at this, uh, at this bar, and, and, uh, everyone was paying with dollars, and I was like, what, what's going on, can I pay with yen, what's, this is Japan, right, I can pay with yen, right, you know, so anyway, I did pay with yen, and, uh, but I was actually charged in dollars, you know, so, like, the guy's like, uh, it's gonna be 475, and I give him, like, a 
like a 500 yen coin, which is about equal to five bucks. But like the exchange rate is kind of low right now. So he's like, oh, you need to give me 50 more yen. You know, and then so I gave him another one and then he gave me back a quarter. And I was like, oh, what's going on here? I paid with yen. I got a quarter back. Anyway, uh, that's just, you know, some some currency, some currency uh, drama. You know, if you guys currency exchange drama, you know. So anyway, I uh, I went up there. I did my set. You know, it went all right. It was uh, it was a good experience for me, you know, because because uh, there was a big audience. And so this is actually like the first time I felt like I could actually test my material. You know, I've been doing this material, but you never really know if it's actually funny or not because half the people in the audience will speak English. And so this is kind of the first time I could test it, and it did it did pretty good, you know. But I noticed like uh, my last two my last two jokes there. They usually kill. They usually kill, and they have to. They have to do with race, you know. They're not. Uh, I don't say anything racist or anything, but they have to. I say the word racist, you know. And they have to do with race, and uh, and white privilege, you know. Those those are my last. Those are my last two bits, and uh, they usually kill. They're usually pretty funny, you know. But uh, this this audience was like half black, right? Uh, half the people there were African American, you know, or I don't know where they were from, but uh, you know, uh, they're non-white or whatever. And, uh, I felt, I kind of felt like as soon as I mentioned, I just mentioned the word race, I kind of lost the audience. You know, it's like they didn't even want to hear, they didn't even want to hear a white guy talk about race at all. You know, just like, I lost them completely. And that was, that was kind of a weird feeling, you know? It's kind of weird feeling, kind of made me think, it's like, well, I can't even, is that really going to be uh, a problem in the future? It's like, I can't even talk about these topics, you know, not even, no, I didn't even really say anything offensive or or, uh, you know, I, I didn't try to say the N-word or anything stupid, you know, but uh, it's like the, the, the subject matter. I couldn't even uh, I couldn't even make a joke about that subject matter. It got me thinking, like, maybe I should, you know, there's always going to be these people that are, uh, they don't want to hear certain types of jokes, you know. And uh, it got me thinking, it's like, maybe I should start writing some jokes that are sort of, you know, I guess clean or, like, universal or have have nothing to do with, uh, any group, you know, because I mean, the my uh, my desire is to is to make everyone in the audience laugh, you know. I'm not going to alienate some of these uh, some of these listeners, you know. And then, but then another part sort of me thinks, yeah, fuck all those people. God, what a bunch of little pussy bitches can't even hear a joke about race without getting offended. What the fuck's wrong with you, you know? So, but I don't, I didn't want to, you know. I mean, I understand, I understand it. You know, these guys, I don't know what kind of lives they live, but now they're. You know, they're in the military, and they just, you know, they see this dumb white guy up there talking about race, and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, So it kind of turns them off, I guess. But, uh, yeah, that was that was weird. And uh, let's see what else. You know, a lot of the other comedians, a lot of the, uh, the other comedians, they were just kind of telling stories, you know? They weren't doing jokes. They were kind of telling stories. And, uh, yeah, the, you know, they didn't get heckled off stage, but, like, <laughs> I don't know, the... Uh, the first couple guys, they just bombed. They just totally bombed, you know. It's no big deal. But, uh, yeah, me too. You know, I was getting heckled a little bit during my set. I was telling some jokes, and someone just yelled real loud, You suck! I thought that that wasn't very nice, you know. They didn't they didn't yell at, at the other comics who weren't even telling jokes. They, they, didn't, they didn't say anything mean like that. I don't know. I don't know why someone would say that to me. You know, maybe they didn't like my haircut or something. You know, that's why they, they yelled at me. You suck. You know, that was kind of mean, you know. I, I didn't respond, though. I just kind of ignored it, you know, because I wanted to keep going. I wanted to keep going, you know. And then uh, after I finished my set, you know, someone else started saying, yelling, one more joke, one more joke. 
And uh, I don't know if they were actually mocking me or they wanted to hear one more joke. And I was, uh, you know, I didn't want to do it. I was, I was, I was getting ready to go off stage, but the, but the MC wasn't around. He didn't come up yet. I don't know what he was doing. He's in the back room or something. And so I'm like looking around. I'm like, oh God, do they really want me to do one more joke? You know? And, uh, and so I started doing, uh, I started doing another joke, but I couldn't really remember it. You know, and halfway through, I just totally fucked it up. (laughs) I just totally fucked. I couldn't even remember. I was so, I was kind of tired, you know, I wasn't really nervous. Uh, but I was just tired because I usually go to Betty Boober's at like 10 o'clock and my, uh, my set, my set started at 940, you know, so it was like my Betty Boopers time and I'm trying to, that's kind of what I noticed my, my delivery and stuff. I was kind of, I was tired, you know, so I, it wasn't my best performance ever, but not because I was nervous or I didn't prepare. I was just sleepy, you know, so maybe got to take some caffeine or something next time I go up there. But yeah, so anyway, halfway through that bit. I just can't even remember it, and I, and I just stop, and I'm just like, oh, well, that's over, that's it, <laughs> and the MC comes back on stage, he's like, nah, nah, finish it, I'm like, nah, so I was kind of a shit, you know, my set was alright, but then, you know, my last, the, my last two jokes didn't work so well, you know, because they were about race, and then they asked me to do one more, which totally, totally fucking bombed, so that guy, I kind of regret doing that, I should, you know, I learned a lot. I learned a lot. I think I learned more in this one performance than I have in my whole two years of performing. You know, so it was a good, it was a great experience for me. It was fun, you know. And uh, you know, then when I left, I was walking back to the train, and I I, I took a wrong turn. I went kind of down this, I guess, red light district street, and this this really fat lady, like three hundred pound lady, comes out of door. She's like, "Hey, baby." And I was like, oh, God, I got to get the fuck out of here. You know, so I ignored her. I put my headphones in. I was like, don't look, don't look at her. She's, that was that, that was scary. That was scary, you know? She could have attacked me. You know, anyway, that was about 10 minutes. Thanks for listening. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow.